Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Hey, look. I really appreciate you guys and your support. Uh, we got the report from Listen Notes and our podcast popularity, and we're in the upper one quarter of 1% of 3 million podcasts they measure. So it's because of you. But I'm going to ask a favor. Please share these shows with liberals. They have families. They may not realize who's doing what to them and what for, and we need to give them an opportunity to come to the right side. So please share this far and wide. Hey, look, we, we know things are bad, and we know things could get worse, and we know war could be on the horizon. You better get your storable food. And I don't know how much to tell you to get. We used to say six months, and we said two years. I'm saying as much as you can possibly afford and carry. My Patriot Supply is still going strong, unlike a lot of our competitors, and they still have held the price. They haven't raised the prices at all. In fact, they still have specials. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And as you know, the Mike Lindell people reached out to us, and I love Mike for the work he's done on voter fraud. He's paid a terrific price for doing the right thing, and they said, well, Dave, we like what you did in Maricopa County on voter fraud. Uh, would you like to advertise for us? We want to give your audience special rates. I go, yeah, that'd be great. Can we send you some samples? I said, no need. <laughs> my, my wife has already bought them. <laughs> I said, we already have everything, just about. And they said, okay. So you get two for one or 50% off. And all you got to do is go to mystore.com. Coupon code word is Hodges. That'll get you into the special area, and you'll see all the great specials there. It's just absolutely tremendous. And then finally, ladies and gentlemen, just want to say this to you very quickly here. We got a great TV show, um, and we're getting some rave reviews, four and a half, five stars on the world major platforms. We've uh, assembled a panel of experts. Many of them are ex alphabet soup, as you know, and they are helping us learn about, deal with, and plan for what's coming. In fact, we could accurately say what was coming is no longer coming, it's already here. So sign up today, thecommonsenseshow.tv. We have the most inexpensive service of its type out there on the net. That's right. It's under $4 a month. Seriously, under $4 a month, thecommonsenseshow.tv. Well, we have a terrific guest for you today. Um, he's in government. And he's one of the good guys in government. And uh, our buddy here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report, uh, Doug Thornton has uh, interviewed this gentleman, J.J. Humphreys. He is a representative, a state representative in the state of Oklahoma, a good conservative state. 
Um, although Merrick Garland's made his imprint there too, and I don't know if we're going to bring that up, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of people in Oklahoma I know that are mad about that. But uh, he has a background in law enforcement. Um, he's done work in probation, and so he comes from the right side of the fence. There is no defund the police here, defund your safety. And uh, he's uh, a little fed up himself with what's going on as a result of government negligence. JJ, welcome to the show. It's really great to have you on. Dave, I appreciate you having me on. Look forward to talking to you. Well, you got into the legislature after a 30-year career as an LEO. And I look at this, and I'm just saying... Did you lose your mind? I can't even imagine doing the job you're doing. Um, what's it like coming from a solid all-American background to working with professional politicians? What's that like? Well, uh, Dave, I'll tell you what the problem was where I was at. I was fed up with a lot of the criminal justice issues that were going on. You know, we're a pretty red state, but it's happening here uh, immensely. And so I was fed up with those. I was mad at the DAs because the DAs uh, are giving a probation that means absolutely nothing here in Oklahoma. It's just kind of pay a fine and go on. There's no real supervision. So basically, as long as uh, we've got a new uh, that was voted on by the people to make uh, methamphetamine, heroin, and fentanyl and all these other drugs misdemeanors who would ever believe that would happen in oklahoma and again we could make that workforce if we had some kind of supervision that would have graduated sanctions where okay if you get caught once then here's what happened twice you know three times fifth time maybe go to prison but what we've got right now you can commit 50 crimes 100 crimes and nothing's going to happen to you. So yeah, yes, uh, I was fed up with that kind of system and went up there to try to change uh, our criminal justice uh, laws. I think that is absolutely awesome. Because you didn't have to do this. You could be out fishing and having fun right now. I mean, I'm assuming after 30 years, you're probably drawing retirement. So you could be having a good I, I time. I do draw retirement. Yeah, I, I draw retirement and got some cattle and stuff like that so i've got plenty to do but i would tell you uh this is one of the best things i'm I'm right where i need to be yeah god has a way of putting us in the right place that's absolutely for sure absolutely um i believe it 100 when you look at the issues (laughs) of today if you were to pick uh two or three let's focus on those what jumps to the head of the class for you as a state representative and a citizen of your community? Well, uh, being from Oklahoma, we're always uh, concerned about the oil and gas industry. Uh, it's one of the things that really keeps our, uh, you know, engine running here and economy running. And so, again, that would be uh, when they shut down the pipeline that actually runs through Oklahoma. Uh, when they uh, shut down a lot of our oil and gas business, uh, it's stupid, number one. Uh, you know, again, now we're out begging uh, terrorist countries for oil and gas, and we could be energy independent as we were two years ago and controlling a lot of the world economy, a lot of the world problems with that, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> power 
influence, whatever you want to call it. So that would be number one, probably inflation, because it just impacts everyone across the United States. I was watching the other day. Uh, I think it was Utah. I was listening to Mike Lee that he was saying that uh, the families there uh, could anticipate, like I think, is almost a thousand more a month uh, to uh, you know just carry out normal business, carry out their family incomes, and if if that's the case, that's just you know it's it's astronomical when you want to look at people on fixed incomes. Uh, you know what are they going to do? And and going into the winter months. We're seeing gas prices rise again, so we're we're fixed to be in some hurt. We're already in some hurt, uh, and then for third, probably most important for me, just having a law enforcement background. Uh, China has waged war on us. They're using fentanyl. Here's what's funny: if we had a military action going on, we had a hundred thousand uh, soldiers die. We would be up in arms. But instead, they bring drugs across our border, and it looks like candy. And guess what? We have 100,000 people die, and everybody acts like no big deal. So fentanyl is huge. If we don't get a handle on it, it's going to really, really impact our country. It already has impacted, but we're going to see a huge negative impact if we don't get in front of this. No, that's you couldn't be more correct in what you're saying. And to me... This is what bothers me, and I know you're not in Washington, D.C., but this is an act of war by China. I don't care if they're using a middleman to distribute it or not. If they're producing and, and giving the cartels the fentanyl, then they are deliberately murdering American citizens. Absolutely. And, and here's the deal. If you look back two years ago, what was the origin of COVID? Where did it come from? Guess what? It came from China. Now, you can argue all day long, did they purposely let that out of the lab? Did they uh, accidentally let that out? You know, I, I think that it was probably intentional, but can't prove that. But here's what I can prove, is that China stopped all traffic in China. They closed off Wuhan. You could not travel out of Wuhan into anywhere else in China, but they opened up international airports, international travel, so they they had COVID expose the rest of the world. Now, they were on their heels financially. They're still in some bad shape. We don't hear about uh, what's going on there as much, but they're having their own problems. But they were on their heels financially, and COVID rescued them. And so they allowed COVID to go out on the rest of the world, and they went and bought up all the PPE and all the medical things that would need to treat COVID, and guess what? They made bank off of it, and they killed hundreds of thousands of people. And, you know, uh, now we're seeing them attack us. And again, that was not only a biological attack on America, but it was an economic attack on America. That, that hurt us economically. Like, I mean, there's nothing else that's hurt us uh, in a long, long time like that impacted us. So they, they, they waged war biologically, they waged war, uh, economically, and now they're waging war with illegal drugs run through two cartels coming into America through our poorest south border 
that Joe Biden has not a clue on. And, and again, that's not by accident. There couldn't be. There ain't that many stupid people that would be that stupid in go, that government deal. They're doing it on purpose. How many of your colleagues, let's say on a percentage basis, uh, in the Oklahoma State government uh, representatives at State House? Let's start with that. How many of them feel like you feel? Oh, I think probably uh, the majority of the Republican Party will feel like I do on the border. Not quite as radical. Probably won't say it out as clear as what I say it. Um, but the question is, who has the resolve to stand up and do anything? Exactly. Who has the resolve to say, you know, I've wrote the AG, let's file. Uh, you know, I think it's um, Article 4, Section 4. U.S. Constitution, if I'm not mistaken, that the federal government has one job there, which is protect our borders. And it, and it is part of constitutional duty to protect our borders. And they have totally, totally failed in that, in that area. And again, it's impeachable. And so I've asked RAG to file lawsuits. On that, um, because of the harm that it's done to uh, Oklahoma economically, and again, I've I've had that ignored. Um, you know, uh, I've written several things that we ought to join with Texas in declaring uh, that this is an act of war, and I've I've been ignored on that. And so, you know, again, here's here's all I can do. I can take care of my station. And I can put it in writing. When I used to work for the court system, I found out real quick I couldn't make the DA do what I wanted to do. But I always put it in writing. So if they come back and said, "Oh, we didn't, we didn't get that, or you didn't say that," boo, I got it right here. And I put it out publicly. I go on as many podcasts, radio stations, TV stations. Don't back up. Say it straight out, where people don't have a hard time knowing where I stand. Well, you've made it very clear, and um, it's, you're preaching to the choir on this end. But uh, I, I just, what is it? Well, first of all, let me ask you this. Is your AG a Republican or a Democrat? Uh, both. Uh, actually, the guy that was appointed is a Republican, and the, the new person that was just, uh, he's not elected. He's still got one more, but I think he will get elected. Uh, he won his runoff. And I think, so we anticipate getting another Republican in that seat. Okay. Well, I, I guess what really concerns me is the fact that you got a Republican in there and he won't take a stand for the people. Uh, what, what's the percentage of uh, Republicans versus Democrats in your state house? Oh, we're, we're super majority. Uh, we've got in the House, I think we've got about 85, uh, 80, 85 or 87, and they have 18, I think, 19, 18, something like that. Um, I think when we come back after the election, it'll probably be up high 80s to 14. I think they lose a couple of more seats, I believe. Well, I, well, I mean, they're not even in the ballpark. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. You can't blame, 
in Oklahoma, uh, when you hear uh, legislators blaming Democrats for state policy, you can say, hold on, that's bull crap. That's, that's crap. You can't blame it. They're, they're we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time they're insignificant and i'm not being mean by that i'm not being belligerent by that i'm saying they don't have enough to affect policy and any policy that gets done or don't get done we have a super majority in the house we have a super majority in the senate and we have the governor's office. We ought to steamroll every bill that we should want out there. Yeah, I just I would think that with that kind of numbers, that we should be hearing Ron DeSantis stories coming out of Oklahoma. Well, what you got? I'm trying to do a check right now on dark money coming in. So you have a lot of Soros money, China money, or who knows what money coming in and it influences and again you have a state chamber that influences you got a bunch of these lobby groups we've got an illegal group that was called epic school charter school and they were illegally funding many elections 
And so right now I'm trying to do an investigation on where did that money come from, who's responsible. Uh, again, that'll, that'll probably <laughs> that'll make a lot of people up there at the Capitol not like me. I don't really care. It's time we call it out, and that's what's influencing. So when we talk about why aren't Republicans doing uh, the proper things and getting the proper things that we need passed, I would say that would be a big, big part of what's influencing the total capital. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing here that I'm, I'm even hearing this. But um, Are you... Well, I'm trying to think of how I can ask this so you can answer the question and still go to work tomorrow. I just throw it out. I, I ain't bashful. <laughs> okay, because I don't like to put my guests in bad positions. Because um, my my position is I let guests come on and tell their story. But I guess what I'm wondering are, are you intimating that George Soros is also donating to your side of the fence to the Republican Party? Is that what I'm hearing? This dark. Oh, here's the, here's the deal. I I've, I've got no question. That that's what's happening. We just had a uh, one of my really really good friends, uh, a guy named Josh Burking, ran for congressional race here. Had about two million dollars spent against him. I tracked some of it out to Washington, um, Alexandria, Virginia, and you can track it to about there, and then you lose it. Where's the money coming from? And so again, uh, you know, you may not like the money, my friend is getting but it's not hard to see where that's that's a club for growth or one of those you can go over and look and here it is but here comes all this other money uh through um questionable questionable means and we're going to get to the bottom of it we're going to find out we're going to find out where it's all channeling back to and i can tell you it all goes to one individual uh he's a consultant all the money comes into that one uh, linchpin, and he's the main one taking care of half the state for Republican. Um, he's he's the consultant for probably half the state. Now I'm, I I wouldn't mind naming his name, but I'm gonna get a hundred percent before I start naming names yeah, and of course. throw stuff at it. But but I can guarantee you there is a lot of money being spent to pick which Republicans get elected, and a lot of money to take out super conservative. Four years ago, I was in a group that was known about as conservative as they were up there, and they our own party uh, took out probably 14 of them out of about 18 of us. Okay, that's pretty amazing here. That's uh, what... Oh, if, if you were to, JJ, if you were to make a ballpark estimate, and I'm just asking for an estimate, uh, what percentage of the House and Senate Republicans do you think are influenced by this kind of money? Oh, I would say 60%. Oh, my gosh. Have, has anyone. And here, here's what's funny. Uh, here's what's funny. A bunch of them don't even know. They don't take time to go look at where, and they say, oh, this guy has so much influence. And they go out to try to get a person, another person to run. Hey, you need to get this consultant. Man, he's got all the influence, and he does. He has astronomical influence. I mean, the leadership, all, you know, this guy's, this guy's pretty powerful. 
But here's the deal. Where's his money coming from? Where's his influence coming from? And then you don't take money that you don't have to cater to that, that you don't have. That money has influence when you take it. It has influence on you. And, um, again, I, I, uh, I've been offered money and I've turned down money. If you look at my account right now, I probably got five, six thousand dollars in it. I'll probably be one of the poorest ones up there. Um, you know, but that's just because I'm pretty, I, I'm, I'm going to take money that I don't mind being influenced by. I'd rather, I wish my district that the people would just donate $10. And then I'd be totally influenced by the people in my district. But that's what's happened is the average people have just quit. You would think that this would be the day that everyone would get engaged. And instead, we're not seeing. I, I, it just blows my mind when I go to political events that we don't have more people engaged in what, what we do. Yeah, you're pulling words right out of my mouth, JT. Uh, JJ, I say this every single day on my shows. Um, and people don't understand. I mean, I don't know how seriously you're looking at the events of today, but I think this midterm election may be our last chance to recover our economy, recover our oh. constitutional liberties. Let me tell you something. When, when the Democrats speak, listen to them because they're telling you they're, they're showcasing what they're about to do. It's called foreshadowing. It's called projecting. They project what they say. They project it off on us. But really what they're planning is what they say. So when you hear Hillary Clinton calling uh, Donald Trump like a Nazi and all the people that's in his crowd like Nazis, then they ain't never watched a Nazi. They don't know the word fascist. They don't know the word xenophobe. They use words that they are. And if you want to look at Hillary Clinton, everything that she said, every one of them things I've just said, guess what? They talk about, you know, misogynistic. And they put people in in clothes that you could not. I mean, here's the deal. They might as well walk down the street naked. And, and then they're going to talk about that we're misogynistic when they're displaying and they're they're creating those types of stereotypical those thoughts. They're creating that image. And what do you what do you think people are going to say about it? So again, uh, you know, we've seen uh, the sexualization of kids. We're seeing drag queens. Drag queens are people who are entertainment for gay bars. Drag queens are not supposed to be entertainment for children for schools. Somebody needs, and I, I don't know if I can say ass on your program, but <laughs> you just people did. need their ass whipped. <laughs> they need their ass whipped. So hey, there's, I get off that soapbox, but that gets me riled up. That gets me fired up. Well, I don't disagree with everything you're saying. This is absolutely incredible. Well, I, I, I guess what I, what I really look at here then is this. The 40% of you that you estimate aren't taking this dark money, uh, I'm wondering why there isn't exposure to the public and then trying to get a groundswell of support to pass laws against uh, politicians taking this dark money. Uh, I mean, I, okay, so let me give you an example. You watch a, a, a political commercial on TV, and it always says, Hi, I, I'm John Jones, and I approve of this message. So you know where it comes from. Okay, so why can't we have laws 
saying where all political campaign contributions come from. Oh, absolutely. And here's the deal, because they went in, created federal laws, they created all these deals called PACs, and again, these companies, these groups, these whoever, give all this money to PACs that you can't trace, track, whatever. The ethics is supposed to do that, but they've dropped the ball. Now, let me turn in something five minutes late, and they'll be finding me and all over me. I got a friend. They went back on him. He's been uh, uh, termed out for four years. They went back on him, tried to get him for $40,000 because he didn't have his gas receipts four years later. Uh, unbelievable. But you can have millions poured in here, and crickets, you ain't heard nothing. And then here's the deal. I got a friend who just termed out this year. He ran for a state office for a um, labor commissioner. He came out and called some of this out. And one of the main people that he called out is suing him. Got another guy named Jared Jackson, and they they sued him because he called it out. So there's been there's multiple things going on where people try to call them out, and these people who have large access to large funds just start suing and then you take the average person they're scared to say anything because they're scared they're going to get sued but my deal is what i'm doing is i'm not calling names until i i get the goods and then i'll say hey you some bucks come get you some sue me because you're going to go to jail and that that's what i intend to do and that's what i'm putting the team together and we're calling some of it out we're slowly exposing it, but there's six or seven of us that are really digging in, and we're working together to try to find and expose this layer by layer. And it ain't easy to do. The, the top players are easy to find, but you got to go deep, and you got to try to prove, hey, where did this money, and you track it out to, say, Washington or, say, Alexandria, Virginia, but then you got to get really, really down and, and hunt. You know, and again, for somebody like me uh, that's got five or six interim studies going, we're having special session. Uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard to find the time to do all that. I understand. It's um, and it's uphill, and people aren't going to turn off their gravy train. See, I've made the point in Congress. The reason we have so many rhinos is because these prostitutes walk the same streets as the Democrats, and they take money from the same entities. I mean, what is it? Uh, the vast majority of Republicans take money from mm. big tech, and then they, we wonder why we're looking at a censorship bill that has bipartisan bipartisan support. Have you heard of that JCPA? No, I hadn't heard of that. What's that? Well, exactly. They want to keep you in the dark. They... Um, it's called the Journalism Competition and Protection Act. It was introduced by communist uh, Klochabar from Minnesota. And the co-sponsor was someone that shocked me, John Kennedy from Louisiana. Well, I thought he was a good guy, and he's not. He's a rhino. And Ted Cruz actually blocked it with an amendment. And basically, it would have allowed uh, big tech to collude with uh, mainstream media uh, on anything, it gave them antitrust exemptions for advertising, <laughs> but also too they could have decided who were going to ban off the platforms. So uh, it was a censorship bill, 
and Ted Cruz introduced right. legislation to stop it. Then he went into conference with Clochabar, and now they've reached an agreement, and everything is back on the table, and it's passed out of committee. The, I mean, a year from now, I could be off the air. Breitbart could be off the air. Uh, and, and this is really, really bad. And and Republicans are as much behind this as the Democrats are. Well, here's the deal. There's nothing up there. Uh, let's take January 6th. All the people that are getting arrested in the Washington, D.C. gulag. I mean, here's the deal. Now, if I'm up at Washington, I'd be across the street in front of that gulag raising cane. I'd be spitting and screaming and hollering. Uh, you know, here's the deal. Everybody willing to go to Afghanistan. Everybody talk about Ukraine. How about walk across the street where people are being denied justice, where people are being held without trial, with, with the Constitution being violated? Walk across the street and raise cane, but you don't hear a word. You don't hear one word about that. When, when Trump was up there and they had a chance, guess what? They did not go after the FBI, the DOJ. Hillary Clinton, and all of these bad players. They didn't go after it. And that's and again, here's the thing. We have a, a two-party system. We actually got three parties, four parties, but we have basically a two-party system. One's supposed to check the other. Guess what? I like it when Democrats check us, expose us. If we're doing something wrong, that's what they should do. The Republicans should do the same but guess what? They sat on their hands. They sat on their mouth. I mean, they shut their mouth because they're complicit and they're right in, buried up to their, their noses, uh, you know, involved in the money. And it's all money. Track the money. Follow the money. You know, this is true in every state. Um, I live in Arizona. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And uh, our politicians, uh, our governor, uh, Ducey, uh, China made him a millionaire right. with uh, Stone Cold <clears throat> Creamery when his business was flailing. And uh, then uh, he's on the board of TGen, which has vaccine connections, and he's supposed to make objective decisions about the, the lockdowns when they happened. Uh, and then he, he, listen to this statement, JJ. He's speaking to the National Governors Association. So this is a public comment. And he said, we just love doing business with China. They need rare earth minerals, and we're happy to sell it to them. And I looked up the year. It was 2017. And that year, China threatened to nuke us on four different occasions. And yet, this man's bragging about selling them military-grade elements. We're compromised with China. I mean, here's the deal. We're compromised, and we should be right now pulling out. Trump had it right. We should be investing in America. We should be building in America. We don't have the capability to build the, the metals. So if we were to go to war, everybody thinks, well, we'd just kick up and start building all these ships and all these things. No, because we're not. We have the material here. 
but what we've uh, we've sent it all overseas because they can do it cheaper with slave labor. Now we'll talk about how great we are, but we'll let them and we call them a third world country. They're the second largest, um, you know, um, economy in the world, and yet we're letting them get by with all of this uh, Paris climate. Uh, we let them say, oh, you don't have to come on board for another 10, 15 years and let us pay. We're paying them. And they're using slave labor. They're polluting our air. And we're sending all of our jobs, all of our uh, manufacturing to China so that when something happens, we're not going to have medicine. We're not going to have the ability to build uh, materials. Uh, we're not going to have baby formula. We're not going to have food. We're not going to have all the supplies that are necessary to keep us uh, strong and keep us a country that we need to be. And that is not by accident. If you go look at all of those, if you want to look at food, go pull up uh, Global Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. You're going to find an elite group of globalists who are intent on taking over every bit of the food supply industry and basically uh they say well we can take care of everybody so we're going to take more from the countries who have it and give it to the countries who don't that's called communism and again that's what these elite groups of billionaires uh you know intend to do and again it's taking over through climate control and that's all climate control is it's a hoax <laughs> to take over and control. Oh my gosh. I've lived so long to hear a representative call climate change a hoax. Yeah, you know, JJ, I used to teach, among other things, research and stat, you know, postgraduate. And uh, the, the thing that's conspicuously missing in my mind with my background is where's your data for all these programs? I mean, you're, you sit in the legislature. Do you get studies that are worth a darn to justify these uh, green programs? Here's the deal. Any study that you get, you better look at where did it come from, where did it originate, what data did they use. So what you get is a broad brush. You get the end result without a telling you how they got there. And again... It, uh, if you go back and you look at, we have had changes in climate. You can study from the beginning when we started keeping records. We've had cold winters. We've had warmer winters. We've had light summers. We've had hot summers. We've had droughts, and we've had floods, and we've had... Now, are they moving closer and closer together, and do we see more of it? I would say we do. Uh, but, again, I read a good book, and it warned us that that was probably going to happen. Uh, again, is that due to climate control? I don't think so. Yeah, it, it is amazing. And they don't even address the issue of um, uh, natural climate change situations with regard to volcanoes, which one volcanic explosion puts out more CO2 than all of human history. So, you know, right. in terms of what man makes, and it just that saying doesn't make any sense. I don't know if you know this from a historical perspective, but back in 2008, global warming crowd had to change their name to climate change because they got caught massaging the data through emails that were hacked 
with East Anglia University and Penn State, and they were lying. And they said if the public found out that the Earth is actually getting cooler, so then they retreated and they came back and says, well, it's climate change. If it's too hot, it's the climate. If it's too cold, it's the climate. If it's a tornado, it's the climate. Everything is the climate. Yeah, yeah. There for a while they were saying we're all going to freeze, and then it uh, switched all of a sudden, and now we're all, you know, uh, we're all going to uh, dry up, and all the uh, icebergs are going to melt, and we're we're going to lose half our country to flood, you know. And again, they've been saying this: the end of the world will be 2012. We we flew right by that one, you know, and I think we passed another couple of other calls that we were going to end and uh you know we still keep on trucking and it don't look that bad uh you know we're in a drought right now in oklahoma um you know we had a drought probably oh 11 years ago uh, roughly i think uh so you know i mean um i've been uh we had a drought in 84 um you know i i can't remember whether we had a drought in the 90s, but, you know, um, we've had droughts before. And, uh, you know, if you read back in biblical times, they had droughts back, you know, uh, three, 4,000 years ago. And so, again, these things happen. And sometimes they last long, sometimes they get tough. But, again, we've seen in history, it's called cycles. And we've seen weather cycles, weather patterns, happen and again they will continue uh you know until the lord comes back and so uh you know us you know throwing all of our money at things that obviously you know windmills guess what they don't pay for themselves we subsidize those if the government didn't subsidize them they wouldn't work and the other part of that they don't work half the time that's why you get blackouts that's why you have all the problems now they're wanting to go uh, electric cars, and no no sooner did California announce that than the next day they announced, hey, you can't use electricity. Don't be charging your cars. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know. The, 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 word, the word idiot, you, you know what I'm saying? Idiots. I mean, who would listen to that? Who would even pay attention to that moron out there, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I shouldn't call Shouldn't call people morons, but when they are morons, it's hard not to say they are. Well, morons are, let's put it this way, opportunists that like to bend uh, fact. But, you know, if you look at it here, the green movement is nothing but grabbing all energy, and we have an energy economy, so it's about taking over everything. It's communism. It's power. And that's all. And again, they're opportunists, and that's what they're. Their opportunity is to be in the power grab, and that's what they're doing. Do you think we can? Is there any way to stop them? Oh, I absolutely. I, here's what I believe, and again, I may get you in trouble. You may not want to have me back on, <laughs> but um, here's the deal. I'm a law enforcement officer. I spent my life in the courtroom. Um. I know when you have an abundance of evidence, I've been in cases where they have no evidence, where there wasn't enough to even get to trial, where there wasn't enough to charge a person. And then I've been in there when they had a mountain of evidence that, hey, this this person is going to be found guilty, no problem. And so I say that to say that we had election fraud. 
if they can get mad, they can jump up, they can scream, they can, they can pee on, on themselves, I don't care. Uh, we had election fraud. And I say that because of the mountain and mountains of evidence that there there are, and the courts have denied hearing that. Now, some courts like Wisconsin have found that they illegally use drop boxes. Then why haven't they uh, called that election said it's no good? Uh, you had um, video of people hauling in boxes. You have reports of a trucker bringing in all kinds of things in Pennsylvania. They blacked out to where they couldn't watch, which is illegal, where people couldn't view uh, the election and, and keep an eye on that. There's only one reason you do that. Anybody that don't understand that is, again, a moron. Uh, you know, so here's the deal. You got 2,000 mules. If anybody watches that, yeah, if, if, if that ain't hardcore evidence, wow. So you don't have to come to the conclusion based on one of these things. You may not agree with Mike Lindell, uh, you know, Dr. Frank. You may not agree with them. You may not agree with the 2,000 mules and true the vote. But, uh, you know, when you put them together, you start going, wow. When you put all the video and when you put all the drop boxes and all the money that Zuckerberg poured into elections and all of these things, you start, only a moron would not go, this warrants a hearing. This warrants an investigation. So I believe that the election was stolen. I believe the majority of America, the overwhelming majority of America, voted for Donald J. Trump. You know, and my thing is, is I have a lot of hope that when it comes down to it, that the majority of America will get up and say, hey, enough's enough. And um, I can tell you people here in Oklahoma, in southeastern Oklahoma, are at that point. And they... They can call us domestic terrorists if they want. No, we are patriots, we are Americans, and we're sick of the corrupt FBI, the corrupt DOJ, the corrupt government. And again, we're sick of it. And that is people. We, the people, the government is we, the people, and the people are sick of it. And it is time for the people, and that's what I keep preaching, and again, one of the biggest failures we have, where are our pastors? Oh, we can't have politics in the, in the pulpit. They ought to read their Bible. The Bible is full of politics. And if they would look at the Constitution, we are a country established under God. We are a country that the pastors led us in the first revolution. They need to crack open the history books. They need to crack open their Bible. They need to crawl out from under that pulpit and come up and take a stand. That'll get you in trouble, David. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I, I, can, I can answer. I can answer your rhetorical question about or the pastors. I'll just say it this way: five hundred one c three. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I know exactly. That's what they're scared of. They're scared of man. They ought to be scared of God. They ought to fear God, not man. Well, they ought not be. They ought not to be worshiping with their pocketbook. Their day is coming. 
Unfortunately, it's not going to be in time to help us in the immediate situation, but their day is definitely coming. I, I just uh, don't know if we can overturn the voter fraud that's coming our way, though. I, I, You know, you have no way of knowing this, but there were two private citizens that did uh, extensive research on the voter fraud in Maricopa County, which is, you know, basically uh, Phoenix proper and suburbs. And, right. and I was one of the two. And I found five major ways that the election was stolen. And I had insider sources inside the audit. The audit was the fraud, and it was all designed to cover everything up. And some people were very frustrated. And on a daily basis, some people were calling me. Now, I've never betrayed uh, trust, but I heard from legislators. I heard from election precinct supervisors. In fact, the number two guy in the audit in Maricopa County, Ken Bennett, he got kicked out of the audit. He used to be a state senator. He got kicked out of the audit for revealing information. Well, wait a minute. If you're doing an audit, why would you kick out your number two guy for telling the truth? And so I found five different ways. Let me tell you what happened to me. I came out with my first article of several in May of 2021. And this was on a Monday. And by Wednesday, 13 of my colleagues had been contacted. In fact, uh, Sarah Westall was told, you, you, you keep covering Dave Hodges, uh, you're not going to have a career. And she got deplatformed. And then Paul Preston of Agenda 21 Radio, one of the biggest shows in the country, Paul and I are good friends, and Paul was told, Dave Hodge is going to get you killed. You better distance yourself from him. That's the reaction that came from my work on this. And I'm telling you right now, uh, in fact, actually, I had a DO, I probably shouldn't say this, but I won't tell who it is. I have a guy who retired DOJ. He has the algorithms for the voting machines. And he tells me that Donald Trump won in Arizona by 1.4 million votes. I don't doubt one bit that Donald Trump didn't win every one of those states where uh, he was overturned. Uh, you know, there was five major states. I have no question. I have no doubt. And again, they're going to say you're a domestic terrorist because that's all they can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all they can That's You know, so again, if you disagree with them, you're a domestic terrorist. You're a fascist. And again, here's here's the word, you know, these words that they throw out, uh, again, if people would look up the meaning, I mean, it, it's, it's got their picture. It's got Hillary Clinton, it's got Joe Biden, it's got Obama's picture right beside them, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, uh, for Hillary Clinton to come out and compare Donald Trump to a Nazi, when Biden got up weeks before with red lights and and army people behind him and and called everybody a, a terrorist and that uh, we've got F-16s and what are you going to do? You going to take your guns and and, and going to put them up against the tank? You know. So what is he saying? That's pretty. Clear. You know. I mean, let's let's stop and listen and break what he's saying down. And what he's saying is is. We're declaring war on you, and we're calling you terrorists, and you're going to be fighting against the army with your rifles out there. Yeah, exactly. I, I, now that's, I mean, if you, if you break it down, what he said, that's what he said. And then she don't call Donald Trump. Wow. 
you know. I know. I actually wrote an article in response to that. I said, um, can our uh, M16s defeat their F16s? And what I concluded when I did the research on I looked at various uh, struggles around the world where an inferior force beat a superior force. And in every case, it was a case of guerrilla warfare, like in Vietnam and General Giap. And I just said, well, I hope we don't go down this road. I, it, at some point in time, the American people are not going to lay down. We're going to lose so much that I do think we'll stand up. And I think we could have generational guerrilla warfare. And that scares me. I don't want to go there. But that's. Oh, I, I'm going to tell you, hey. Ukraine right now, and again, did anybody think Ukraine would be able to take on Russia like they have? But it's because, you know, tanks are effective until you have guerrilla warfare. And, you know, uh, bombs are effective, but guess what? When you're hiding everywhere and you're in every corner and they can't just come in and blow everything up, they can blow up a lot. But again, you know, what are they going to take over? If they blow everything up, and the thing about it is, uh, we see now the Russian people defecting from Russia to Ukraine. And, and again, you want to talk about egg on your face. Uh, that's egg on your face. Uh, I hope that we get a people. I hope this election that we actually get people who are, and I have hope because I know the guy that ran here is a guy that, um, you know, I have 100%, 100% confidence that he is not going to go up there and be compromised. Now, and that's saying a lot because I, I know how easy it is to be compromised. And, again, uh, the people we have up there, we've got one guy that, um, you know, uh, I, I think he's a little showboatish. But I think he, all in all, is a pretty decent guy. I think he'll go with the crowd. I wouldn't call him a leader, uh, but I think if the crowd is going the right way, he'll go with them. And so I have hope in that. We've got another senator that I, I, I personally have wrote him and said he's a coward. And I've told his staff he's a coward, and I ain't got no use for it. And so... uh you know, um, but he got elected again, so we're stuck with you. So, Who are you talking about? Langford. Okay. I, I agree I'm with you. I agree. Langford. I agree. He's a rhino. I, 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 he's a rhino. He's a puke. And I, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't saying it behind his back. No. I wrote him uh, about three letters and told him that personally. And so, again, uh, you know, um, it is time that we quit, you know, most politicians are not going to call people out because, hey, I'll need something from him. I'm going to need, and he's going to be up there, and it's stupid as, so most people would say I'm stupid as a politician to make that statement, and I made it two or three times on public uh, announcements. And, again, um, that may be stupid, but the reason we have people like him Still in office is because everybody caters and nobody's willing to call it out because he gets all of the huge money to back him and uh, everybody's scared to run against him. And so what he got, he got a person who I thought was okay, a little bit. Ra- I mean, he he, he uh, and I, I we need radical, but you got to be, um, you know, um, you, you got. You got to make sense. You know what I'm saying? 
you got to you got to be uh, professional, make sense. And uh, so, anyways, he beat the guy about twenty three. Uh, I think the other guy got twenty three percent, maybe something like that. And Langford got seventy or something. Um, so it was a huge win. But again, um, doesn't matter. All you got to do is look where he's at. What's he done? What what is what is he called out? Nothing. So I ain't got any use for him. No, I hear what you're saying. Um, it's disturbing. D- do you believe that he took uh, this dark money that we've been talking about? You know, I haven't looked in his campaign to see what kind of money. I, I figure that he didn't have to. I figure the Republican Party supports him. Uh, you know, the National Party probably supports him fairly well. Um, I know he's he's in good with a lot of the religious community. And that's what's disappointing to me. I've got some friends who are great, great pastors, good guys, involved guys. But, boy, because he's got the word pastor or religious behind him. And, again, there's a lot of false religion out there, and I think it's time to call it out. And, uh, again, I, I, you know, um, I don't hate the man, but he is what he is, and he's sure not a patriot. He's sure not. And, and again, why is our country in the shape we are? I can tell you why. Because people like him. Because Washington is like him. And uh, again, uh, I, I I got no use. If if it's a Democrat, Republican, uh, I heard an old boy one time. He gave a speech and he, he drew a big old black line up there on a whiteboard. And then he took a red marker and he drew a line on one end, took a yellow marker and drew a line on the other end. And he said, this yellow end, and he wrote 10% right above that yellow end. And he said, um, this yellow end represents the left, left, I mean, liberal, liberal left. As far as you can go, that's 10%. He comes over here and he writes 10%. And he said, this is your elitist right wing you know, Republican, conservative, as far as they can get. And then he wrote 80% over the black. And he said, now, here's the rest of us stuck in the middle with no representation. And um, I, I will tell you, the liberal left and the radical right are operating together, and they're called elitist. And that's what I believe is going on with the rest of us with very little representation and you got a few guys up there they stick out like sore thumbs so you know um and and i'm gonna tell you i heard ted cruz's dad speak the other day and if nobody's heard that that man speak uh he was he was involved in the uh cuban revolution and uh man i i will tell you he brings a a Unique insight. He has a lot to say. I'll have to check that out. That's worthless. That's interesting. Oh, well, Raphael, Raphael Cruz. Raphael Cruz. I um, wanted to um, conclude by saying this. I know you told me off air, and we just got about fifteen seconds that you're uh, you were unopposed, and I cannot believe they didn't run someone against you. But listen, I'm glad JJ Humphreys that you are doing what you're doing, and you are where you are. 
We need thousands more like you in government. Thank you, JJ, for coming on the Common Sense Show. Absolutely. We need to take it one state at a time. So work in your backyard to get everything you do to protect your state. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, exactly. God bless you, JJ. Thanks. Take care. God bless you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.